Crying. Welcome to <laughs> <laughs> the blank project where we fill in the blank with whatever you want, whatever you need, wherever you are, no judgment or expectations. I am your very excited, unnecessarily, I'm going to use a word that doesn't fit here, but I'm feeling like T.I. Um, expeditiously oh, overexcited. You <laughs> You ain't had to do them like that. <laughs> Clearly, I'm so excited. I'm just ready to get into the show. But listen, I am your host, Aspen, aka AG, because it makes me feel cooler. And I am so happy to have my guest on today. Look, I believe that COVID 19 brought on a call to action centered around achieving a more healthy li- lifestyle, whether it was working out more, wow. eating better, or not ignoring your mental mm-hmm. health. It's all been a journey. As someone who suffered with severe acne due to extreme hormonal, environmental, and emotional changes, my favorite part about this time has been the amplification of skincare. I've never been big on makeup, but skincare was the emphasis in my home from tips to semi-expensive products. My desire for skin, like my peers, became obsessive. My imperfect skin caused a lot of insecurities for me and kept me from socializing with others because I was anxious Uh, thinking about every scar and pimple. In the fall of 2020, I had a hard time finding a job, not because I was underqualified, but because I did not want people to legitimately see what I look like and be disgusted on my face or ask questions about my skin or give unsolicited advice. I'm looking at you, witch hazel people. I didn't want people to, (laughs) one person who does a good job of not making her clients feel self-conscious and insecure is Jasmine. She's a first-generation American. Shout out to Nigeria and Jamaica, a medical esthetician. Wow. Licensed aesthetics instructor, waxing specialist, permanent makeup apprentice, and phlebotomy student. (laughs) When she's not helping people on the outside, she's pouring Uh, into them through mentorship, dance choreography, and instructing. As if her schedule is not busy enough, she happily carries the title of wife and adoptive dog mom. She truly is my Esther Bestie, and I hope she'll become yours after the show. Welcome, Jasmine the Great, to The Blank Project. You're going to do one more time for Jamaica? It's a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if I don't do it, then am I even really Caribbean? Is that even really who I am if I don't? If I don't? Actually, to be honest with you, I, yeah, I'm thinking of every, I'm thinking of every friend and yeah, uh I do that. It's all something. It's something. It doesn't matter where they're from. It's something. Um, I just, I'm so happy to have you with me. So I was just doing my part. (laughs) Let you stand it up for you. Stand it up just, for my people. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold it down. Hold it down. So I'm so excited to have you here and talk about skincare because, uh, you know, like I said in the intro, I'm really sensitive about skincare. I'm always trying to learn. Um, I always get the compliment that I look like um, a middle school or high schooler. And so I'm trying to prolong that for as long as possible. Um, Amen. And to do that, I you have to have some really powerful people that are honing the craft in your corner. And I think that you're one of those people, not only for me, but for anybody else that could really um, 
get some knowledge, but also get some tough love in the process because mm-hmm. you you do be serving it up. Hot <laughs> and ready on the plate. Not I'll be like, serving oh. it up. You just it just look like I can't believe you're doing this to your face. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, that's you know what. Tough love is sometimes necessary. If I don't correct you, it's because I, I don't care. So if I if I correct you, it's because I care. Now there's people I will let do whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I don't have a relationship with you, I'm gonna just be over here to myself watching you do whatever it is that you're doing. But if I care for you, yeah, yeah. I will interject and intervene. So, you know, just because I love you, Aspen. Okay. Thanks. So if we're going to talk about skincare, if we're going to talk about your expertise, we need to know a little bit about how you got into the world of skincare. What did that kind of look like for you? Yeah. So for me, uh, skincare um, was always a a different beast for me. I grew up and still to this day struggle with eczema. Mm -hmm. So as a kid, I really had a hard time. Um, uh, with my skin and having breakouts and flare-ups and so I've always had to pay extra attention and take extra special care I couldn't just hop out the shower and go out and be ashy you know if I wanted to it wasn't an option because um, of the condition of my skin so I, I grew up being hyper aware of my skin um, and what it needed as far as my body not so much my face because uh, black people think that they could use bar soap sometimes on their face um, so I grew up, I grew up doing that and, uh, being none the wiser, but, uh, moving forward, <laughs> um, uh, I, I did traditional college. I went that route, decided it wasn't, it wasn't my jam, found aesthetics, went back to beauty school for that. And, uh, five years later, here I am a licensed medical esthetician, um, about to be a phlebotomist and, and doing all the skincare things. That's, that's, that's the short really version. Amazing. No, I really love that. Um, and so I always want to go into this to break down the difference between the two. Um, so what is the difference between um, you obtaining a certificate and a licensure? Um, so just so if anybody's interested in taking your route, like how do you make that decision? Yeah, for sure. So I know that it does um, differ state by state. Every state has uh, their laws um, and their uh, scope of practice differs depending upon where you are. So here in Tennessee, where I'm at, um, I had to go to a beauty school that is um, accredited. I had to obtain, uh, sorry, obtain 750 hours. Um, and then there's certain things you have to do within that 750 hours, uh, different treatments you have to learn, different things that the board requires while you're in school. And uh, once you satisfy that, then you have to take um, two tests. You have to take a a theory exam uh, and then a practical exam. And then once you pass those, you are a licensed um, esthetician recognized in the state of Tennessee. Now, um, that's where I live. There are places that you can go and just get a a certification which is like a two-day course or a week course to be able to do certain treatments. Um, but in order to do them legally here, I have to have my, t- my Tennessee license. So it just depends. I know um, Texas, there's certain things in uh, my scope that I can offer here that I'm not able to do in um, in the state of Texas, like derma planning for one, I'm pretty sure that's one of the places that doesn't allow the estheticians in California to do derma planning. Um, but you could go and get a certification work no matter who you are, quote unquote, a class where somebody trains you, they give you the tools and knowledge and the education in said treatment. 
or a mm-hmm. service, but it doesn't mean that you're licensed. So it, it just depends on where you are. Um, in our state, they're a little more strict, which I appreciate because there's people out here being reckless, even with the, the legislation and the rules that we have that get these little certifications but don't have no license, I mean, don't know nothing about sanitation and cleanliness, disinfection, uh, and out here giving people um, eye fungus and diseases from doing lashes in their house. So just be aware that just because someone went through a course to get a certification for a certain service or treatment doesn't mean that they are licensed, especially here in the state of Tennessee. So that's the difference. Oh, also, uh, for those who don't know, if you, I love this question, take it back to elementary school. If an alien came down to earth and asked, what was an institution? What would you tell them? Not the alien. <laughs> so um, esthetician is a, for lack of a better words, a skincare specialist or therapist. No, I'm not a dermatologist. Um, dermatologists are, are at a, a whole different level and their emphasis on skin health is more people that are struggling with different um, ailments, um, diseases, cancers. Um, they do the cutting of a way of cancer. They do, they do the more in-depth um, medical correction. Um, a skin therapist, think about someone who's just helping you to train your skin to be healthy on a day-to-day level. Mm-hmm. So um, we address different things like hyperpigmentation, um, chemical peels, microderm, there's a whole list of different treatments that um, satisfy just keeping your skin at a base level of health. Whereas by the time you're at a dermatologist, it's usually because you're so far gone that they're, mm-hmm. they're you know, trying to correct something that's major. Whereas a skin specialist is just keeping you at a healthy baseline. That's me. Oh, and there's other things in my scope. There's waxing, like I mentioned, um, brows, people who do the lamination, there's tinting, there's henna, there's a lifting. There's, there's so many different things that fall under my scope. Um, but I specialize in medical grade skincare and skin health and body and, waxing, full body waxing. And so like, if somebody is trying to go get an esthetician for the first time, um, mm-hmm. what are some of the things where you're like, oh, this is going to be a good person to, to pay? Um, <laughs> Yeah. So specifically, if you're um, a person of color, I would definitely make sure that they are educated and equipped to know how to deal with melanated skin. I will say some um, people will leave beauty school and not feel confident in doing the more advanced treatments on people with uh, deeper skin tones. So just no, and I just ask. I'm very blunt and honest. I, you know, I think you have the right to know. Hey, I'm interested in this treatment. If I'm a woman of color, um, have you worked on somebody like me before? Are you familiar with what treatments I can have that are not going to um, cause further hyperpigmentation or hypopigmentation, hyperpigmentation, which is both of those are dealing with melanin and either uh, causing darkness or taking away the pigment that's there. And those are the biggest things that you want to know if you're, especially if you're a woman of color, um, you want to know that they um, know how to be sanitary. You want to know that they're cleaning their implements. You want to know that, and that's what, being licensed does because we've gone through the training where some people don't know the right way to sanitize and disinfect if they just went through a two-day course. So you want to know that they are licensed. Um, You want to know that they they know what they're doing, that they have, you know, receipts. (laughs) So those are just a few things I would look for for sure. Yeah. 
Um, and so uh, Black people, they're in their skincare bag um, in one way or another. So we have like the mm. uh, more so there's, I think they're like levels, right? So there's like real mm -hmm. medical grade vibes or whatever. Then there's like that mid-level that I think a lot of people occupy. I guess you could put like the Fenty Beauty, um, uh, mm -hmm. the Urban RXs, like maybe Neutrogena, you know, all those names that we're kind of familiar with, Drug Story. And then there's this pocket this pocket that is like natural skincare, like straight butters, oils, um, and all of those things. Yeah. And, and people of color especially navigate to that because they're really trying to get back into like um, the natural vibes and less mm -hmm. chemicals because it's bad for your skin, um, so on and so forth. Um, so how do you go about having conversations with people who are from the world of everything has to be natural everything has to be shaved. Yeah. you have to put it on your face it's the best sunscreen Ooh, ooh, that one got me right in my heart um I do think that there is a place for natural paraben free sulfate free dye free and and natural and holistic, um, but I don't think everything is for everybody on either one of, of the spectrums, whether it be medical grade or natural holistic or, or over-the-counter drugstore. Um, over-the-counter drugstore kind of gives me cringiness, and I'll start there. Um, the reason why over-the-counter products, like you mentioned, the Neutrogena, the Fenty, the things that you can get at Walmart, CVS, Alta, the way that they're regulated is much different than the way that medical grade um, skincare is regulated well I say that to say it's really not regulated at all so for example you could have something that says oh this has retinol in it or this has this active ingredient and it's over the counter but there's nobody going behind them to say okay how active is this how much of this percent of um, whatever ingredient is actually in it to be effective there's nobody who regulates to say that this is actually going to do what it says it's going to do whereas mm -hmm. medical grade um, they're held to a higher standard. They have to prove that their products do what they say that they're going to do because they're almost like a prescription strength. So if I'm going to claim that this is going to clear up dark spots, well, you better have a, a study. You have people who have been using this product for month, you, months. You have um, proven facts and science behind those products, whereas, um, or sorry, whereas um, over-the-counter no one's saying that those things are required. You can market it any way you want. You could say dermatologist recommended. They can package it and put a pretty bow on it and say that it does all these magical things with nobody fact-checking it. So there's there's a risk there with getting over-the-counter stuff. Now, um, as far as the natural, holistic, I believe that for your body, the oils, the, the shea butter, honey, I, I use it all. Um, and it works for my body, but for my face specifically, our face rests at a different pH than our body does. It requires a different level of nutrients and care and protection. So the shea butter and then all those other things that we can use on our body are not going to do what it needs to do for your face to be taken care of well. Um, and natural ingredients in general, sometimes for certain people, if you're a normal skin type, if you don't have any indications, if you don't struggle with acne, you just have good genetics. And sometimes those things can, can work for you. Um, but they're not doing anything for you and you just happen to have the good genetics to where your, your skin doesn't necessarily need anything else, but not everybody is in that pocket. People like me who are sensitive, 
who are dry. Um, I need a medical grade strength uh, product that's going to help me be hydrated, to help my skin not be flaky and irritated um, and inflamed. People that are acneic, you're going to need something that's going to help with your um, oil oil production, to help with your hyperpigmentation from your acne scarring. And you're going to need an SPF every day. Everybody does to help protect from further sun damage and hyperpigmentation. So there's a place for all of it, I think. Um, not so much the over-the-counter because it's really not my jam, but and I, like I already explained why. But uh, for as far as natural and holistic, there's a place for that. Um, and it just depends on who you are and how your skin can handle certain things, I think, for sure. Okay, so I did, you were talking about this and breaking it down, talking about regulations. And for some reason, uh, Ordinary popped up in my head, like the brand Ordinary. Mm-hmm. And they sell like the individual um ingredients or whatever like the kits like Mm. so it'll just be like five percent one thing like retinol or Mm -hmm. like pumpkin seed whatever um and uh they say that like first of all I didn't know this people were using the individual things just as a standalone but ordinary I think is marketed kind of like Joe Malone, which is like to stack uh, the products uh-huh. to be able to receive the best um, care. Absorption. Yeah, uh-huh. absorption or whatever. So like, does order, like, it does ordinary because it's sold in a place like Ulta or whatever, that's still, you still align that with um, place it, like you would kind of warn someone against maybe using that um, as a form of skincare? So I would say the ordinary, specifically in brands like that, they're not the worst of the -the over-the-counter. They're probably going to be on the higher end of over-the-counter, but they're still not going to hold a candle to the medical grade products. They're not going to be as active. They're still going to have different fillers and different additives. They're not going to be to the same strength and caliber as you would get with a over, I'm sorry, with a um, medical grade or prescription strength um, skincare product. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, mm-hmm. but if you're like balling on a budget, it's okay to kind of like tiptoe in that area. If you know it what you're doing. It on, depends on, on what your skin needs too. Like, so like I said, if you're someone who has a normal skin type, you can get away with using certain things and not have any issue. But if you're somebody who, has problematic skin, those things aren't always gonna work for you. So it's more of a case by case and based on your skin type, your indications and what your specific skin needs. So let's talk about specific skin. Um, What do you wish uh, people of color, black people knew about skincare? Like what's the one? SPF, even if you're black, even if you're blickety black, even if you're blue black, as black as night, even if, you're not in the sun, even if you think that, oh, I work indoors, even if you think that um, it's not summertime, I don't need it. Everybody needs sunscreen every single day. Everybody does. Do you have a suggestion for sunscreen? Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm just trying to drive it home. Um, uh, A physical sunscreen works really well. Um, there's a couple good brands I know everybody of color, I think 
is, has been drawn to the um, black girl sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really popular. I use one from SkinCeuticals that's non-tinted that I really like. Um, you just want to be careful once you get beyond a certain percent, like anywhere over like 30 or 50, depending upon the brand is, is just chemicals and additives. So I'm not talking about like, um, you know, the ones that you use with, with the little baby booty on it. I don't know that brand, but you know what I'm talking about? Like those sunscreens, you know? Oh, like banana bone, and then there's the one copper tone, maybe. Yeah, those are yes. Those lines have so many harsh chemicals on it that you're actually doing more damage than good. So you want to find um, a line that's not just full of of harsh chemicals. And if it's a a 70 SPF, honey, you ain't doing nothing but putting on toxins. That's it. So just be aware. (laughs) Just be aware that there's a safe uh, pocket. and also with the quality of, of product that you use, just like anything else, you know, you want to look for things and products that are going to be um, not full of cancer. Oh, amen. Uh, say no to carcinogens. Um, <laughs> that part. Okay, so what's a piece of advice that you could have used earlier in your career that when given the chance you'd share with, you know, your young Esther babies, if you will? Um, I would say it doesn't matter if there's other people doing it, they're not you and there's still space for you. I think people sometimes have an apprehension because they may think, oh, this uh, industry is oversaturated. There's so-and-so doing this. And even sometimes I get in my own head about it and I have to rebuke those thoughts because I work at a beauty school and I'm literally helping to educate and produce the next wave of estheticians and students. But there's room for everybody. There's room for everybody to eat. And I think if we all have the mindset of let's try to build each other up and help each other and encourage each other and, oh, I don't do this treatment, so I'm going to send you to so-and-so because I know that she's mom at at doing lashes and I don't do lashes. Like if we have the mindset of camaraderie and and togetherness and let's build up everybody around us, I think we'll all go a lot further. So there's room for you. There's room for everybody. And it's better to lift up the woman to your left or to your right than try to tear them down. That's a word. Um, So like I talked about earlier, and we've talked about this in private, my skin is a very sensitive subject for me. Um, Do you have any any advice for those that have skincare problems to a point where it um, affects uh, their self-esteem or how they kind of navigate in social settings? Yeah, I would... Specifically for people who struggle with um, acne-prone skin, cystic acne, um, don't feel like this is the way your life has to be. Um, There's relief and there's help and there's treatment. Um, And if you're using all these different products, if you tried all these topical things and they're not working, I would highly suggest seeing um, somebody about your blood work, seeing what's going on with you internally, checking your hormones, checking your thyroids, because um, nine times out of 10, when your skin is that severe, it's an internal or intrinsic issue that needs to be corrected, um, who's gonna cut it. So know that this doesn't have to be your life, life doesn't have to be this way. And if the topical is not working, I would highly suggest find a doctor who specializes in the hormone treatments and therapy um, and finding different ways to correct that with inside your body. And a lot of times that will be the answer that you're looking for. 
Okay, okay. Uh, okay, and then what do you believe is um, one thing, like what should everybody have in their arts, in their arsenal, regardless of their price point? So teenagers and then college students and then full grown adults. And I, and I already said SPF, so I'll leave that one alone because that's a given. I already said everybody needs that. Um, if you're just starting, if you're new, I don't care if you're, you're young, you're old, if you're rich or you're poor. The three products that I would say everybody needs is a really good cleanser, a really good moisturizer, and third would obviously be SPF. That would be the trifecta. That'd be the starting point for anybody who's trying to build a regimen who's trying to figure out what I need to do. Those are the first three things you need. Because if you don't have one of those that are um, reputable, it's like if, if I'm using a, a really good cleanser, um, but I don't have a good moisturizer, it's like, what, like, what are you doing? Those three, three things are the things that work together best. Right. It's a really good starting point. You, you have to have, and say like, if um, your moisturizer is bomb, but your cleanser is trash, well, like, your cleanser is going to prevent that moisturizer from doing its job and penetrating if it's full of the wrong things. So those are things that, three things that everybody should have that are of good value and of good quality. Um, and there's stuff that's affordable if you're looking, if you find um, yourself, you know, on hard times and you're not trying to ball out on budget or you can't. Those are the three things I would say invest in no matter what. Okay. So then at one, some point you asked me about my uh, skincare routine and my goal, my skincare goals for 2022. So I'll start off with my goals first. So uh, my future skincare goals is okay. to continue working on my texture, which I feel like has gotten exponentially better. Okay. Um, and then from texture brightness, and then um uh my hyperpigmentation so basically decreasing um my scarring just around just to help the overall evenness of my skin mm -hmm. so uh some things that i do um definitely always sunscreen um i have cleansers i have a cleanser that i do in the mm -hmm. morning because I have extremely uh, acne-prone skin. It's a lot going on. I used to make sure my skin is as clean as possible, but I'm not always over-cleaning it. So I have something nice and just like, ooh, we're up in the morning uh, for the morning time. And then a sun, um, in the evening, a little bit more, let's get into these pores and get the grime of the day out. And then also right. like my, my acne spot, spot treatment, because um, that's really important to me and I'm always going to have breakouts, but I'm not trying to have breakouts for like a week and a half. If I could just have breakouts right. for a day, maybe two, then I'd be fine. Uh, let's see. Um, and then at night, I use like a nighttime serum and I just like do that. And then I take a gua sha, which is in the same family of a jade roller for you guys that don't know. It's just like this little piece of nice um mineral it's a jade a flat stone a flat stone I don't know what it is it's just jade mm -hmm. yeah yeah mine's is mine is jade she said it so that's what it is 
And um, it has a couple of little curves. And then I use that um, on my face according to the uh, map that people have. So, you know, upward motions, especially from the chin, like essentially from the chin all the way up uh-huh. into the hairline. Um, when you go around your eyes, kind of having like a, a smiley face motion. So from the inside of my eye area all the way up, using my cheekbone as a direction. Um, you see me? I'm learning. I'm doing things. Okay. And then let's see. I'm here for it. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm, I was really trying to impress you. Okay. So then also I have a specific, You're it. I have a specific routine for when I get on planes which includes a lot, a certain amount of water I have to intake before I even get on the plane because it's very dehydrating. Um, and smart. then, yeah. And then uh, some ginger ale because ginger, ginger ale helps a little bit. And it's not like, I mean, it's a soda, but also it's a medicine. So like who even like, it's not even a soda. And then um, I right. time. Says every black I, household. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's, it's a medicine. I mean, it's healing. It, it cures everything. And then I time <laughs> my flight. I time my flight pretty well to where if it's over a certain amount of time, then I have a sheet mask because I really want to make sure that I'm like securing the moisture in my skin. Now, granted, it's COVID. So I don't know how much of my pores I want open while I'm in the insulated air. But pre-COVID, <laughs> this is what I would do as opposed to, um, so this is what I would do as a, so I would do the cheat mask or something else like that when I would be on the plane. Um, now I don't really do that. I kind of wait until I get off mm-hmm. and then I'll, I'll just look really weird while I'm in the car or somewhere else. Well, in a car that I trust, not with everybody's random air. Um, yeah. And I'll just kind of do it that way. Um, and this is a skincare routine that I kind of, especially after my breakout in 2020, this is like probably the most intentional that I've been with my skin um, for a couple mm. of reasons. Number one, everybody on social media somehow just like over the pandemic was having clear skin and I was having FOMO and also (laughs) (laughs) reaching out to um, educators like yourself who really were like you know let me just go ahead and put her on game real quick real quick and it wasn't done in a way that it was judgmental or anything but I mean you did snap me in the place because I was like oh my skin's like this 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 and you were like sis it's not that's not what you think it is I appreciate (laughs) but it's it's not it I was like oh yeah I think I told you like my skin was super dry oh my gosh this is so crazy and you were like what dry (laughs) dry wear dry wear and I was like oh it's not dry and you were like sit down and I feel like I am (gasps) I imagine you putting me into your bosom and just rubbing (laughs) Just rubbing all the ignorance out of my head. I'm crying. Do better. Do better. That's why I imagined. Uh, so 
I don't know. Do you have any other questions about my 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 new skincare routine that you helped formulate? Yeah, I, I love to hear the enthusiasm, the dedication. I, I so appreciate it. Um, yeah, sheet mask. I'm kind of like, mm, what sheet masks are we using? Oh, so see, I knew I knew I wasn't gonna win the whole game. I don't know. So, so I I just I okay, here we go. Are you ready to be disappointed? Um, I just mm-hmm. be trying things out. I just see how they go. Um, I you okay. Okay. I <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face. Okay, so I do <laughs> try to read the ingredients. I do read the ingredients when mm-hmm. i can unless it's like those japanese korean ones and then i absolutely without and you just shadow risk doubt, it. i risk it i risk it every time even though i know they be airbrushing the heck out of their pictures just and they do the whole thing i went to the continent you know, child. i am well aware but also a lot of when i was in asia a lot of people had amazing skin and <laughs> I like I I know okay so I have facts right I'm logical but also I'm like all these Asian people I know have really amazing skin so if I could get something this is close mm-hmm. as possible to that maybe I <laughs> but a lot of that is their genetics too so let's just be mindful that we're set up different biologically okay. all right all so. right all right so okay if i get a sheet mask go ahead okay what are, are there any things i should be looking for should i not do sheet masks anymore how are you going to reprimand me today listen if you're finding success in what you're doing hey i i just i think it is dangerous though to keep using different to, i mean if you find something that's good and that's working maybe stick with that but the back and forth to different products and different lines and being a product junkie, I think can be uh, kind of productive. Oh, I don't sometimes. use sheet so, masks all the time, though. I'm not okay. a I'm not a sheet masker um, enthusiast, if you will. Oh, this is just a travel plan, right? Is that more? This so is my out? travel plan, or like if I feel my skin is like really, really dry, or if I don't know, like if I'm in the mood for it, then it'll mm-hmm. be there. But this isn't like every week a part of my normal self-care journey i got this mask low-key just walking around looking like a clan member type of you know i just not a clan member (laughs) yeah i'm encouraged i'm encouraged that you're reading ingredients so continue to do that and research and just know that if from the beginning to the end whatever is gonna be um whatever's gonna be at the front or the beginning of the ingredient list is what's the most uh, prominent in that product so just be aware of that okay all right all right okay I got it I got it mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. and then also just one more here's a fun question uh fillers Botox um pro pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, what do you call it pro um cosmetic prevention because that's what you say like getting it a little bit of Botox here and there, a little bit of filling here and there mm-hmm. is preventative versus um, some people that we know, some famous Corrective. people know, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. are out here looking like clowns today. Not talking about you, Madonna, but I'm looking at you, girl. Oh, yeah. she's That's more than just a needlework. She's gone under the knife for sure. And she, I don't know what's going on. 
that's a sad that's a sad situation is what that is but yeah I do think um again that has its place um and I think it is um beneficial to start getting it before you look like you need it because what that's doing is just training your muscles to be where they are you know what I mean so it's a toxin that's freezing your muscles it's freezing your face how you want it to to look so um, with more time that passes and gravity is weighing us down and pulling our facial features further south, when it's already up, it's up. Yeah. If it's up, it's then up it's up. It's stuck. So you want you want to train <laughs> you want to train your muscles to be where you want them to be. So right. I always think it's 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 <laughs> why are we like this? It's um, <laughs> beneficial uh, to do a small amount um, while everything's so tight while everything's you know in place for the most part and then you only have to maintain that every so often like me I, I maybe do it um every six months or so so but then there's the people who if that you know that ship has sailed it's too far now they're trying to do corrective well I think there's still a place with that and to do that in moderation you don't want to overfill or over inject and do too much at once you still want to take your time and build um gradually little by little that's how you um you know, avoid looking like John Rivers. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. Rest in peace, Great woman. Uh, I don't know why I had to correct. Oh. I know, like, you know, like I don't know. I feel some type of way, but like, man, like ah, the patriarchy. Um. Okay, so I just you know, cause sometimes people are like, black people don't need Botox. Like, why they put that one black girl on that Botox commercial? <laughs> or that feeling? Like there's, there's. A- I think there's more people doing it than, than you think. I think Angela Bassett does it nicely. And that's the thing. If it's done correctly, you it really don't look like they have it. If it's yeah. done tastefully and if it's done right, the idea is for you to not really know that it's there. Right. You're not supposed to look, you know, crazy or wonky or clownish if it's done in moderation and done at the right, you know, the right way. It can look really pretty and it look really um, it can really complement your your features and just keep everything in place. That's real. Uh, so as we get ready to uh, conclude uh, this Sunday service. Ooh, wow, Sunday. I like wow, like this. Oh, Lord. Is Kanye here? Uh, absolutely not oh. in my house. Absolutely not in my house. <laughs> I don't know about where you do it, where you from, but where I'm from. No, absolutely not. not I saw what I needed to see. Absolutely no. We're um, just going to keep him in our prayers. That's not it. That's where it keep them lifted, Lord. Um, so this podcast is called The Blank Project because it gives us an opportunity to fill in the blank with whatever we need or want wherever we are in life. So if you could fill the blank space for yourself, what would you fill it up with? Um, and you can go into why or no. I have an answer for this, but I can't think of what it is right if I could fit the blank space up with anything, I feel like money is so cliche, but like for real. Ain't nothing wrong with it. A little bit of cash never hurt nobody. You, know you want to cry in I a mean, Honda or a Maserati. I'd rather cry in neither of those places, but I, I get your point. Yeah, no, it's cash for me. hundred percent blue bills, crisp, clean, fresh, stacked and wrapped so that no one's, you know, germs and, hands have been on there have yeah because you know money is filthy so it is i want it fresh filthy. it is literally 
full of feces, cocaine, uh-huh. yeah, and yeah. sweat. It, it is. That's the scientific proof. You don't mm-hmm. ask Google. You don't have to ask me. I'm not lying to you. It's disgusting. It's a fact. Yeah, no. So I want fresh blue bills, crisp <laughs> and clean, and nobody but the teller has touched them. And the so, manufacturers, I guess. Look, mm-hmm. I can't tell you um, that I can give you a whole bunch of uh, blue bills, but I know one way you can get some cash, and that is by having new clients. So, uh, <laughs> uh, pub yourself. Where can uh, we, well, what can the listeners learn more about skincare? Reach out to you. Number one, where can they go to receive um, some of your skincare? Her experience is so nice. It is so warm. I love it so much. It made me almost want to book a flight just because, just to lay on her table because it was great of an experience. Everybody say a pull up, but like whose couch? Am I sleeping on your couch? (laughs) I pull it up. (laughs) I have a whole guest room, girl. Come on. Um, so <laughs> no, seriously, anytime. Um, yeah, so follow me on Instagram, Esty Bestie Jazz, uh, spelled just like it sounds. Um, and then I am taking clients at performancemedicineknoxville.com. Um, there is a Knoxville location, there's a Kingsport and a Johnson City location, but I am only receiving clients at the Knoxville location. Just be aware if you pull it up online, don't be confused. Your girl's only in Knoxville taking clients. Um, so follow me for all, you know, your skincare advice and tips. You can slide in my DMs. I have no problem um, talking to strangers in that regard. Um, and then watch out for my up and coming things. I'm doing permanent makeup, brows, lips, all, all the things. So just follow me for, for all the things, all the advice. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a stranger. I've never met a stranger. So. I just want to thank you for being on the episode, for being so insightful, for doing a slight dragging about my sheet mask experience. Um, and most I feel like I did. I just feel I always <laughs> feel like because now I feel held accountable because I have one more in my drawer uh, and I'm caught. Between, uh, I'm caught between I already paid this, <laughs> already bought this and is it gonna benefit me greatly and this is this is where i am in life every time you educate me on something i immediately make my experience with skin it it makes my experience with skincare at least 20 minutes longer which is no it does because i have to think like too hard like i'm thinking too hard i'm like oh i don't want to book i need to be able to use the resources because otherwise i'd like takes you like every three days to be like I saw this thing on Instagram and I kind of was looking up and I was kind of reading it but it still don't make no sense to me because I got a science degree but not that kind of science and so it's just like (laughs) I'm crying no but you're so silly (laughs) thank you for being on the show I appreciate you um I appreciate having me you being my estabessi um and, you know, always putting up with me and my irritable, sensitive skin. <laughs> I'm here for it. Here for it always. <laughs> Don't forget to follow her. Reach out to her if you're in the Knoxville area. She is waiting on you to, to make you Amen. more than you already are. Um, and have a great rest of your day. <laughs>